Hello, vinyl lovers. I'm Antonio Staropoli. And I'm Chris Myers. And you're listening to Off the Record on Taste of Vinyl. I can tell you this the interview today is going to be much longer than 10 seconds. What a day. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, listeners. I have to say that. Welcome to Off the Record, where we take a break from the vinyl talk in favor of a good old-fashioned interview. So get pumped, because today we have someone who has made a name for himself as a YouTube sensation, now with around three and a half million subscribers, where he showcases his incredible vocal skills and entertaining theatrics. Please welcome musician, singer, actor, creator of 10 Second Songs, and the Anthony Vincent YouTube channel, Mr. Anthony Vincent. Welcome, hey. sir. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on. I, I like that you called me an actor. That That's very flattering. Uh, <laughs> that's not right. if anyone ever referred to me as an actor, but, you know. <laughs> There's a first time for everything, man. Yes, you know? yes. I guess it's, it's kind true. of true. It's true. I, yeah. Yes, <laughs> exactly. A man of many talents. Right. It Even only though, takes... No, no, sorry, sorry. I was going to say it only takes one time to act, and you're technically... I mean, you are an actor. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Well, technically, I have to get my SAG card, which uh, takes, uh, you need to get a couple of lines in. You need to have a couple of parts where you get a, a decent amount of lines in, and then you can officially be a SAG actor. Then, uh, then you know you're really official. That's and true. Unfortunately, in the one movie that I was in, they cut my line. They cut your line. No way. They fucked up. I found out the day the movie came out. I'm oh. like, you son of a bitch just cut my fuck. <laughs> Bastards. You know, I'm going to reach out it. to Alec Baldwin I'm, and pull some strings here. Please. Get you that sad card, damn well, for it. The purposes, yeah. uh, for the purposes of this podcast, you are an actor, okay? Yeah. In all fairness, though, unless I, I'm okay with letting go of my physical appearance, like cutting my hair, you know, changing my sure. facial hair and stuff like that, I, I really have limited options as far as what roles <laughs> I can play. I, clear, I clearly don't take this profession that seriously. <laughs> well, clearly. I mean, your, your look is iconic, I, which I, I think you're aware of, of that. Your hair, your, the mustache, the, the, everything about your look, it's, it's iconic. You are Anthony Vincent. It's become synonymous with my, yeah, it's become synonymous with me, sure. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I love it, man. Before you start telling us about yourself, I'd like to say that I personally have been following your career ever since you went viral with your version of Katy Perry's Dark Horse. And honestly, it's it's great to have watched you grow and just continue doing what you do. So now I'm just going to ask you the same thing that you've been asked a million times before. But for the sake of our listeners, can you please tell us how it all started? Oh, simple. I had a custom songs business that was on a website called Fiverr.com. Uh, and if you know what Fiverr.com is, if you don't know what it is, it's basically... it's blown up now i mean it's way bigger than it was when i started on it i started on it in 2012 and i took my brother's advice i had just started a new job and i'm like i want to make some extra money already because the job clearly wasn't paying enough as it was and uh you know i took my brother's advice and he was like oh you can sell things for five bucks so i said all right what am i going to give away if if i'm going to make songs for people I'm not going to give them a full length, so I'm just going to sure. give them only 10 seconds for five bucks. So <laughs> I created the name 10 Second Songs. Right. Oh, and cool. I was gonna, and I did it like, hey, I'm going to do this in any style you want. You know, I felt like I figured I had nothing to lose because like people are paying me five bucks. I don't give a shit if I sound good or not. <laughs> so I'm going to rap. I'm going to rap. I'm going to scream. I'm going to sing. I'm going to do all this stuff that 
I, to be honest with you, just felt like I was just, I was winging it. I felt I was very mediocre at all those things. And uh, it turns out that in my, in the process of doing that stuff, people found me entertaining and I, I discovered that I could do uh, actually a lot more stuff than, than I even realized. And I went to go promote it on a bigger level a couple of years later because people started to contact me outside of Fiverr with bigger jobs. Oh, wow. Okay. That was when, like, you know, when I started getting people who were, like, kind of going under the table and saying, hey, man, you know, I got this, uh, the, you know, this, this big company presentation. We want to throw you a couple of thousand or, you know, like stuff like wow. that. Like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, well, then I guess this has got potential to be something. Sure. Like, I guess I have potential. In my mind, I'm thinking, well, maybe I can get into like the jingle business or something, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. That was the, that was like my intention. Wow. And then um, I said, all right, well, if I'm going to do that, I need to eventually fly the coop, get out of, get a, get away from Fiverr. Uh, and uh, so I created a YouTube channel. 10 second songs and I figured how do I how am I going to really promote this business I, I noticed like at the time there were people who were doing like uh songs in different voices I like uh, uh the one thing that I remember was and and this is the he was the OG all right this guy I even I forget his name he was some Greek dude who did who did um look at me now in like family guy voices okay <laughs> oh, wow. all right and I remember seeing that and it went viral and I was like yo that is creative I said, yo, dude, that is fucking creative. This guy's like, you know, doing that shit. Like, I would have never thought of that. So I thought, all right, I'm going to draw from that and I'm going to do different bands, different rappers, all this stuff. I'm just going to make it like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that, but that version, which right. has never been right. done before. Right. Sure. But it was like a spin off of that. So I wasn't directly ripping him off. So I did it. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I just kind of like divided. I said, I'm going to take a pick a pop song. Originally, I thought. I'm going to do, um, I remember it was uh, Wrecking Ball. I was going to do Wrecking Ball. Oh, wow. But at the time, yeah, but at the time, like, it, it had, I felt like it was irrelevant and it passed its okay. uh, peak, you know? Sure. So then all of a sudden it hit me, like, you know, they did uh, Dark Horse. Like, Dark Horse came out. And uh, and I remember, I remember I, I told my friend about this, a friend of mine, I told about this idea. And he said, I said, what song do you think I should do? He goes, you should do Dark Horse. And I didn't even really listen to Dark Horse. That was before the music video came out. I was like, ah, fuck that song. I hate that song. <laughs> no. And um, oh I saw God. the video. I saw the video. It was like in the beginning of March. They put the video out or in February. And I'm like, this is song. Because it had so many like, uh, I remember thinking it was like, oh, this could be easily translated into different things. Because the melody lended itself to it. Like there's right. so many, the right. melody lended itself to so many. Like there was, it was just one of those perfect songs. So yeah. I just did it. I said, fuck it. I'm going to do this. I did it. I remember the first day I worked on it, I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> like, it, wasn't, oh my God. it wasn't working at all. I remember I was like, I was trying to do it. Because it was the first time I ever did the process. Sure, sure. And sure. I'm like, what is this shit? But then it, it came together and um, I put it out. I remember thinking that it was going to, I knew it was going to blow up just because of the fun, like, because of how much was packed into it, you know, and especially I knew that it wasn't super professional sounding. So people, <laughs> they, 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 you're going to see this guy who really, I was doing it all on my own. It didn't sound perfect, but that's well, actually what I think made it go viral was, was the fact that it, it seemed accessible to people, you know? Gotcha. So I put it out and, and it, it, um, it didn't do shit. When I put out Dark Horse, I put it out on, on March 15th, 2014, and I actually just put it on YouTube and I didn't do a thing. I didn't, really? I didn't tell anybody about it. There was, it was a Saturday. See, I, I've got such a photographic memory. That's wild. I didn't tell anybody about this shit. <laughs> I just put it out on a Saturday. 
and uh, enjoyed the weekend. And then on Monday, I shared it on on Facebook to some of my friends, and yeah, yeah, it got a decent reaction. Like a hundred or so people were like, "Oh, this is cool." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, but this is not really blowing up." So what I what happened was I noticed at the time, like I told you, there were people doing uh, videos in different voices. Right. Yeah. There was a video of this guy called Brian Hall, and he did a Disney song, "Let It Go," in Disney voices. Okay. Oh wow. He was going viral. He was going viral right as this video was. I as I uploaded it, and I noticed there was a a website called Life Buzz on, on Facebook. I don't even know what they're doing right now, if they still even exist, because I don't really even use Facebook that much. But they had like a couple of hundred thousand followers, and I was like, you know what? If they're sharing this dude's video, if they share my video, it's going to blow up. Yes. Okay? <laughs> so, like, I contacted them. I said, yo, listen, I got a cool video for you guys. If you share it, I'll do, like, a free, like, jingle for you guys or something. I don't know. Like, I'll do something. Wow. <laughs> right? And sure enough, they contacted me right away and said, you know, this is really cool. This is a really awesome video. We want to share this. And and you know what? That sounds enticing. To, like, I remember I had to do, um, <laughs> it was like a, a parody of like Piano Man or something I, I did I did for them. Um, That's fucking but, uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, but that was it, man. I knew that day when they said they were going to share it, that it was, it was game over. I knew it was going to blow up. But like, it, it was weird because it didn't happen overnight. It was like... Uh, it, it got a lot of attention and it ramped up to like 10,000 views the next day. Right. Right. Okay. Um, and I was like, I, I almost gave up on it. I was like, you know what? 10,000 views ain't bad. All right. It did something, but you know what? I'm, I, I, I gotta let go of this whole, like, it's going to blow up to like, <laughs> I, I had this idea. It was, oh, this is going to get 500,000 views in a week. You watch, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and I just, I, I went back to work on some projects. I, and then I, I stopped at around noon to like, you know, break for lunch or whatever, like I usually did. And I went into the, um, I went into the, the room. I left my phone in the next room. And the first thing I noticed was like notifications past like a hundred. Wow. Like, I don't know if you've ever had something like, like, have you ever had that happen where something blows up? No. That's the first thing Definitely you notice. Definitely not. Like, right, Chris? Because you know, at the time, I had, nothing, I had no reason to turn my notifications off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Sure. So I see my phone and I see 100 plus. <laughs> I go, and it was like everything happened at once. Facebook, I went on Facebook. First thing I noticed was some random dude was in my inbox. He was a producer for America's Got Talent. Holy what? shit. It was that fast. That's insane. It was that fast, guys. That's oh, crazy. shit, man. You know? Crazy. Yeah. And and my brother, we had an intercom from the other room. He intercommed into the room and said, dude, <laughs> oh, yeah, there was a, a, a friend of another friend of mine said, yo, you just made Reddit. And Frank goes, yo, he goes, you are, you're number two in all of Reddit. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> like at the time, that was like, you know, number, not, not number two on videos. Number, number two, two just. Across yeah. Reddit, okay, I don't, wow. I don't remember what the number one video was, but Jeez. I was number two. And Damn. then my friend, then all of a sudden, my friend—it was like I've seen out of a movie. My friend called me. It was like, "Yo, you're on E Bombs World. You're on Smosh. You're on blah blah blah." Holy you're all shit! Over the place. And okay. and then that week, Rolling Stone contacted me for an interview. <laughs> I thought this was some kind of a joke. Like, <laughs> like this was this is. Then I was like, "All right, chill. This is not <laughs> that good." <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, this really isn't that good. You're fucking like, wrong fucking wrong <laughs> and then what happened was in a week's time i believe it was at like close to four million views Jesus. holy shit and and a hundred thousand subscribers on my channel Fuck. that was just created the that's, channel was just created had like <laughs> the one video that's it and God. and you know it was it was weird because i got I remember it was like all radio stations z100 
everybody was like playing this shit. I, I was like, wow. what the hell is going on? Boys to Men, because they were a style that they had tweeted saying, yo, we want to take this guy on tour. They're probably just, it was just probably something they just said, obviously. Right. You know, that would have been wild to have me on tour with Boys to Men. I Holy mean, shit. It's, it's, dude, it's fucking sick, man. Like, you had mentioned earlier when you started telling the story that, like, you know, it was an accessible thing because it wasn't perfect. Not to build myself up or anything like that, but like, I'm a musician. Like, I got a decent enough ear. That shit sounded pretty fucking professional to me, man. There is a reason why all of that stuff happened, man. It was, it blew my fucking mind. Well, you know, it, the thing is, too, is really authentic about it was that th- this was all just like, because I, I admit that, you know, when you get caught up in the game and, and of course, like, you know, I didn't know what to do with all that shit. So I had to like follow myself. I had to follow up, you sure. know, like I was like, oh, I got to follow this up. Right. 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 So, like, a lot you know, of you pressure, get, man. Like, yeah. So once you're trying to do shit, there's a difference between trying and then just doing it. Sure. Because like when you're trying to do it, you're trying to pick different things that you think are getting a reaction right. with your audience. Yeah. Me, that was just all in my memory bank of pleasures and guilty pleasures and things <laughs> I was raised on. You know, uh, it, n- none of the stuff that I had in, in Dark Horse was, was anything I disliked. Sure. Every single thing on Dark Horse was something that I just, I, I, I liked. I would listen to, I'd sing, I'd, you know, even the sync shit. I mean, isn't, you that, know, isn't that funny? And I think you kind of like have touched on this in like some of your newer videos, right? Like I think metal fans are probably the most guilty of doing this, like just shaming people for listening to anything other than metal. And it's like, of course, and it's like, fuck <laughs> you, man. I've said it before on this podcast. I hate elitists. I can't fucking stand them. There are plenty yeah. of them in the vinyl world and the metal, <laughs> the metal fans yeah. are some of the, the worst. worst fucking people. When it comes to music, man, it's like, dude, there's nothing wrong with pop. There's nothing wrong with uh, rap. There's nothing wrong with listening to anything that you've... There shouldn't be a guilty pleasure. There's no... To me, there's no such thing as a guilty pleasure. No. I love... Ryan Cabrera is like one of my favorite artists. I fucking think he's super talented, great guitar player. People are like, who the fuck is Ryan Cabrera? I was going to say the same thing back when you were done speaking. <laughs> there, you, there you go. He was like, uh, he was like famous in like uh, the early 2000s. He did that song, uh, True. He dated um, Jessica Simpson's sister. What the fuck was her name? Nikki Simpson? No. Was it? Ashley. Ashley Simpson. Ashley Simpson. Anyway, you yeah. know, he got a, he wow. he had a what little a bit of traction in like the early 2000s. Whatever. My point is is that like <laughs> any anybody who's like a like a big time metal fan would snub me just for for even mentioning this guy's name, you know. You've been so snubbed. I think it's so great that like you were doing what you were doing because you were saying like, "Hey, like, yeah, I listen to Slayer, Typo Negative and all the, all this other like hard shit, but like, hey, like also there's like in sync and boys to men and like Perfect. all of these all of these like really like valid artists out there that you people are snubbing and i i just think i i don't know i thought it was great that you were you were out there I, i'm happy that. that you picked up on that because that was never that that must have just been that was probably an undertone to the whole thing yeah. but it was not like something that i was like purposely doing sure you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I was just, I was just, sell, I was just selling my business, man. <laughs> like, that's all I was doing. You go to, you go to the end of Dark Horse. It says right there, right. custom songs in any style. Yeah, man. Like, and and I had to, and and it, and it ultimately 
destroyed my business. I had to shut it down after that. I because there, there were so many people who who were going on on the Fiverr page, oh, like trying to buy songs for five bucks. They didn't get it. They didn't oh, understand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, they thought that they could just get. They can go on there and say, "Do do uh, twenty, 20 do, style do ride the lightning the style of Katy Perry." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's <laughs> five bucks. Do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, oh, so I was God. like, "Yeah, man." I I remember that. I had to kind of put a pause in the whole thing. Oh my God. And I didn't stop completely doing custom songs that year because. Because, you know, going viral doesn't mean that you're automatically going to start – the checks aren't going to automatically right. come in. Because right, right. I, I didn't start getting getting paid for this stuff really until the next year. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. That's wild. Really, until the, yeah, the, the next year was like when money started coming in. or Like it started to come – like once I got linked up, they're called like um, multi-channel networks, kind of like record labels for YouTube channels. Oh, so okay. they can they can go and help you monetize your videos. Huh. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. So I started getting linked up with that. I got linked up with one of those and uh, I was able to. But when uh, Dark Horse first went viral, we were thinking, yo, this has got how many views? Like, you know, let's, we're, we're going to monetize this. this shit. They took every cent. Holy that, shit. Every cent. Wow. Okay. That's insane. Every last. Like, because because, because I was a because up. I was a brand new channel. So they. Okay. But you know what? It, it, when you think about it, it is what it is because right now you have a platform like TikTok that you can't even monetize, period. That's and people true. are more than happy yeah. getting millions yeah. and millions of views on TikTok just, just for exposure. Selling their sure, yeah. sure. At the time, I was happy just getting exposure too. Or, I, I, I didn't, really, I didn't give a shit about the money at all. That's a good point. You know? Yeah, like um, you said, it was to promote your business. Right. That's wild, dude. But like when I watched those videos, man, like th- one of the things that popped into my head, I'm, I'm thinking like, Jesus, did he fucking like play all of those instruments? Did he put all of that music together? To me, that just seemed like a just a shit ton of work, but also just so much talent to be able to say, okay, here's this song. I'm going to deconstruct it and then I'm going to make it in this style. So I have to like, okay, like what is a signature sound for voice to men or for typo negative or like whatever it is. And you have to incorporate that sound into that song. It's it, to me, like, again, into the part that you pick. It's not like Correct. everybody. I know that like probably 99% of the people that are watching your videos are thinking, Oh my God, he could sing like, you know, he's he can hit these notes and he, they're, they're all focused on the, on the vocals. But like me, they don't I'm, go deeper than that. I'm listening to the music. I'm like, holy right. fucking yeah. shit. Well, now I haven't been doing them a lot uh, lately, but I am doing right. another one. And I have my, I have a producer now who's way better at producing music than me. <laughs> so, so I could really kind I'm of like, yourself uh, short ant. Come on. No, <laughs> yeah, right. No, oh, man. Is this, I, I, the first year that I did this stuff, or like the first few years, I was doing all the music myself, you know? Sure. But like, I'm, I'm going to be honest, like a lot of it was logic. If you, are you familiar with like uh, recording software? Yeah, I have a DAW. Like, yeah, have sure. Right, so just like a regular recording software, right. generic drum patches sure. that I was just doing myself on the keyboard. Okay. Right? okay. That's still uh, hard, and then, dude. and then programming it, right, in, in, in post. I was using the same guitar tone for anything that was metal, period. No, no shit. wasn't matching, was not matching tones. I didn't, all these I didn't care. You know what? Just it care. fucking works, man. Well, I didn't notice. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. I don't know. That's amazing. That is so fucking. Yeah. And kind of like, you know, in the same vein, right? Like, so we're talking a little bit about music and I want a little bit of background on like how you got involved with music. Like, Let's t- let's talk about your early musical career. Like, what was the first instrument that you learned how to play? Bass. 
Bass? It was bass. No okay. shit. My mother, yeah, my mother started Frank, uh, uh, my brother on the drums, um, and uh, me on the bass. Did, now, did you teach and yourself, then, or did you? We, I had a year. There was about a year of lessons. Okay. Uh, right. I found out that I really, I discovered pretty quick that I can figure things out very easily by myself. Like just, I'm, I, I, I could, yeah, I have an ear. I have a pretty good ear. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Not a great ear. Cause like my, listen, <laughs> I have a pretty, pretty damn good ear and it will take me a while sometimes to find the right things, you know, because like sometimes right. even, even my producer, Joey, who's uh, he's a keyboardist for this, uh, progressive metal band arc echo he's got a magnificent ears great theory and all the stuff so he'll tell me when i do something that isn't right uh-huh. so i'm like ah see he makes me better actually there you go you know? there you go interesting yeah that's what a good producer does right that's awesome what now but like, when did you realize that you had an amazing voice uh <laughs> I, I i didn't I, I i mean like uh when I, I started singing after my first band broke up in uh 2006 all throughout high school, I was in a hardcore metal band playing bass. No shit. And, right. you know, it, like in the tri-state area, New Jersey, whatever, we were just like a local band. Our claim to fame was playing at the Chance. We opened up for Hatebreed and Strapping Young Lad. Uh, and, oh, nice. And Seenhead. That's fucking you, you guys know the Chance Theater in Poughkeepsie, right? You ever heard of the Chance I've Theater? Heard, I've heard of it, but I've never been there before. Oh, it's a great place. I remember, I well, the, the area is terrible, but it's, <laughs> it's, <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> it's uh, you know... But it's, it was, listen, I have a lot of great memories of that place. So what was I saying? Oh, your claim to fame was opening up for Hatebreed. No, and, but before uh, that, because that was kind of trailing oh. off. Oh, about your amazing voice, like how oh, you started. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I started yeah. singing. I, I was terrible. But when I first started singing. Really? I was There's no way. Terrible. Dude, you have a phenomenal voice. I could play some like like old, like old demos. <laughs> My very first, first time ever singing. Was that? The you know, band yeah. uh, Rotten Pain. Rotten Pain was my hardcore metal band where that you played where bass. Playing for. bass. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. And then afterwards, I was just uh, like, I, I had a, I started a project with my brother called Set the Charge. Yes, which you're still which in up, right now. That which I still am. Yeah, but but Set the Charge is like it's a band with my friends. Right. With everything that happened with the channel, the band kind of there was like a a pressure around the band to be to be up to par. Right. 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 Ah, and okay. uh, and and it's really. I mean, at one point, I was. I, I did try to 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 bring it up there, you know. But um, it's more of like a a uh, something that I do with my brother and friends. Passion you know? project. Okay. Right. Uh. So I started that project, and and I was uh, that was when I was just like developing. I was learning how to sing. I was learning how to do production. I I, I went through a lot of trial and error, and then eventually, I'll tell you what happened. I got I got better naturally over time. Yeah. Then I got contacted because I put out a, like I had a small presence online with Set the Charge when I was I was doing uh, cover songs with with Set the Charge. Okay. So I, was, okay. I was basically producing it myself with me and my brother, and I put out a video, and I got contacted by the um, talent agent for the Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh shit! Okay. Wow. <laughs> I got contacted. That was that was in in August of 2012. I'm really good with dates. Damn, dude. Um, <laughs> so I got that was right around the time that I was doing um, Fiverr, like I was doing the 10 second right, right. stuff. Actually, I started doing it. I made the decision to do it full time. I took the leap because I was too, I was way too overwhelmed 
with my with my job because I was working at like a a retail store. Right? right, right. Okay. So I was overwhelmed doing that. I had to pause my Fiverr a couple of times to just keep myself from being stressed out. So I was like, you know what? I'd rather be doing this. And if I really hustle, I could I could make this. it work. Right. Right. I can make so, it work. Yeah, yeah. So I did. I I took that leap, and it was the best thing I ever did because it it just seemed like overnight like uh things like opportunities that started coming up like um that whole thing with trans-siberian orchestra they contacted me and they they said we want you to do uh record a couple of songs we like your voice i recorded like a video uh, submission okay and i sent it to them and they and they didn't get back to me so i was like all right well i fucked that up <laughs> the next year the next year they contacted me again around the same time oh, wow. and said this time we want you to come into Manhattan to, to audition. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it was the same songs, but at the time I was like a kind of like the, the style of a singer that I was, was like, I could sing. I definitely had the potential. Clearly they heard the potential. Right. But I was like a, like get up and punk rock and hardcore and grunge, sure. like not really a trained voice. Right. You know, okay. You're going to a tra Trans-Siberian orchestra. If you're going to sing for them, you got to have a three octave range at least. Right. You got to you got to be you got to be very well trained. And I I I, I wasn't. You know. Is that so when, I, I didn't really. Is that when go. Ken Tamplin exactly. comes like, in? I, I, okay. Yeah. As a side note to our listeners who don't know who Ken Tamplin is, he's the singer and the founding member of the band Shout. He also has composed music for movies and TV shows like The Punisher, Lionheart, Charlie's Angels, Hot Tub Time Machine, Sex in the City, Baywatch, and Friends, and so many more. He's also the cousin of Van Halen and Chicken Foot frontman Sammy Hagar. So just a little background on our friend Ken Tamplin. Ken did the, uh, the, all the, all the in-between music in Ace Ventura. Oh, no. <laughs> no <fucking way>. <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you actually started to fine tune your vocals under the tutelage of this legendary singer and composer. Yeah, because uh, when I failed the audition, I wasn't discouraged by it because I saw something that I didn't see before. I kind of saw behind the curtain of, of, a, of a world that I wanted to know more about. I wanted to become a professional singer. And I really couldn't stop thinking about it after that audition. Wow. I knew that I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. And it was fine. So I did my research and I was like just looking up vocal techniques and stuff. And I found Ken and I messaged him. I was like, I, I kind of took the chance. I didn't know because I know that he had uh, he was a, a well established and known person. So I didn't know if he was really going to answer me, but he did. I said, hey, I sent him a, a, a cover of me doing Outshine by Soundgarden. Oof. And he said, I, I said, I said, would you uh, I said, what, would, what advice would you give me? And he said and he just kind of gave me a list of stuff and said, you know, you would benefit from my course and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I just I, I dropped the, the money for his course and I just followed it religiously. I, I did everything that he said on that. I just gave the benefit of the doubt. And uh, and I would I would also go into his message boards and give people uh, examples and, and let and, and ask if they think, you know, what I needed to work on and stuff like that. Oh, shit. oh cool. So, so, so it sounds I, like you learned a lot. I did learn a lot from him because, you know, you, you got to understand that the, the technique that he taught was, um, you know, he studied under some of the best in the business. Yeah. He studied under Ron Anderson, who like he told me plenty like he he was uh 
uh, he would be waiting to to go in his lesson for Ron Anderson and Chris Cornell was doing, was was before him. Fuck. Oh damn. You know, and he he had studied under a lot of other uh, sync uh, uh, coaches, like known coaches and and voice teachers and stuff. So he he's really not teaching anything like uh unique it's it's the it's the fundamentals of singing it's sure. okay. he cool. just he the way that he described it it clicked for me uh-huh. all the different areas of the voice and i finally understood everything through his course i got it and and then over time it becomes muscle memory right and i improved pretty quick from just a uh within a year's time you know i did improve do you know what your range is no you don't know but you know what type of singer you are. You're like a baritone. Ken always says that I'm, I'm you know, Ken says I'm, I'm a high baritone. High baritone. Okay. Yeah. And I thought that, you know, at one point, I don't know where I got in my head that I was like a low tenor, but maybe that's the same thing. It sounds like it is. Yeah. High baritone, like, I mean, would- low tenor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the same. Yeah. I don't know. I guess- I've had people tell me that I'm a baritone, but you know what? The stuff with like, whenever I do the typo negative stuff, oh, the, the, the lowest fuck. note. The lowest note on Dark Horse yeah. is basically the note right right around that area where my voice is going to bottom out. Right. Gotcha. right. Okay. So like, and, and that's like Peter that Steele. is far from Pete's lowest note. You know, so you know, but he's a bass. Yeah, he he is. But yeah. like, when I heard that, I all I, all I thought of was like, this motherfucker should get in touch with Typo Negative and just say, hey. <laughs> let's fucking do something man because honestly it floored me i was like this motherfucker sounds like Pete, peter Steele. it's amazing but you're telling you know me what? that his his vocals could go much deeper than than Wait, what you're what hey, you're have you listened to the listen oh. to the intro the intro of netty yeah, or, yeah uh like um what is what else is a good example of the bridge in um christian woman you know right right See, and that's just that's fry he had a full uh, nice uh, like, low note and stuff and the thing about like i've they were great though i mean i met uh, uh, josh josh no like shit. shared it he shared the the uh the, i remember he was like he was giving me props i i, I was his uh, friend on facebook nice um awesome. I, I deactivated my facebook recently you know just because i hate social media it's awful yeah <laughs> but but like these guys are all these guys are around. Like, if you're if you go to, to the to the metal uh, bar circuit, like if you go to Duff's, you're gonna run into some of these guys still. You know? Wow. Uh, like I and I met Johnny Kelly for the first time at Nam. I think two Nams ago. Well, obviously, no, last Nam. I think it was the one before the pandemic. Right. I just I think it's two Nams ago. It didn't happen last <laughs> right. year. Right. Uh, you know, I met him, and he, and it was like we knew each other for years. Yeah. Like you know, that's wow. a, that's just like you know bands from this area. You know, it's just one of those things. It's like we're talking right now. It's like we've known each other. Exactly. You know right, right. I, and I've always felt like that, with, which is odd, you know what I mean? Because we, we have actually never met before, but like I just kind of always felt like, like I know this guy, like Anthony, right. Anthony Antonio. <laughs> uh, but I got to ask you, man, like, have you ever thought to yourself, if I ever have the opportunity, if one of these bands that I have been a fan of my, like my whole life approaches me and says, hey, Anthony. We think that you've got an incredible voice. We want you to join our band, whatever band that is, and come on tour with us. And and just like you're just going to be a part of the band. Have you ever, have you ever considered that and thought like you know if that happens, I'm going to jump on that opportunity. I've considered stuff like this because it has because it has happened in some smaller well some ways it has happened. I'm not going to name names. Okay, sure, okay. sure, that's fair. That's fine. You t- you tell me later. No. Yeah, yeah. No, I will. I will. I'll definitely tell you off. I don't. I I don't like. I wouldn't tell say it 
like on record because well, I the just, name of the like, show is off the record. I'm, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, right. I'm kidding. But like, but, but but an actual established band, like like if it was an established band, sure. it would really depend like that that they want me to go and sing their songs. Right. It depends on the circumstance. It depends on the band. Right. It depends on what kind of shoes I'm filling. Right. It depends on if the singer was like is, is like an iconic legacy dude that died. Right. Like that type, like Peter that. Steele typo negative. Like that couldn't you couldn't you wouldn't feel I right. I wouldn't do it because I would never do that. I would only maybe do like a tribute night or something because like uh, typo negative. They're one of those bands. If you ever watch their interviews, where it wasn't just. Uh, a band that was based around musical abilities. Right. They were like friends. They were like that Family. that group of like that group of like New York dudes. <laughs> yeah. You just remove one of them to rep- you can't. Yeah. You can't do it. No, you're you right. That's a good point. Like, That's yeah. a really good point. I would never never screw with that ever. The fa- and the fans wouldn't I wouldn't embrace a new member. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I yeah, like I get that. Especially a voice like Pete was the voice. Sure, he yeah. was the he was the attraction of the band, right? And everyone who was in that band also became also were very important too. So I would pay to see you like do a tribute night with them. That would be fucking sick. That would be fucking amazing. That would be cool, right? <laughs> Getting back to the YouTube channel. So it, it, 10 Second Songs is, is no more. You, you had like your farewell, um, but you... Well, the name. Well, the name, right. The name, yeah. right. Okay, so yes, yeah, so, but now it's Anthony Vincent. It's, you rebranded it as Anthony Vincent. Yeah. You'd ask, but at the time, like I guess when you were doing more of the 20 Styles videos, you would actually like ask your fans to like give you ideas through comments. You'd ask like what songs to do, what styles you, you know, they wanted it in. How did you like, I, I want to know, because it's a whole process. Like, how would you narrow it down? There'd be times where I would look at the the list of the, the styles that people gave me. And I'd just uh, like, you know, I'd be like, uh, I can't fit this in. Like, I'd have to, I, I, you know, because it really depends on the song. It depends. It depends on on uh, what part of the song lends itself to what, like, you know. Sure. And it, it, hap- it just so happens that I am able to fit people's suggestions. And what I've done was... In the past, I would look through people's suggestions just in case something caught my eye. Sure, okay, know, to give me ideas, like when I'm because because it's a pain in the ass to, uh, to 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 write these. I can only imagine. These how long does it? Ta- how sure. long does a song take you? I need to know, like, from start uh, to finish. We we did the, I did one just just messing around this summer. I did uh, that Olivia Rodrigo song. You know, okay. Oh, you did and that driver's license. I, I, yeah, I did it in three days with with my producer. oh nice okay because like we did like like styles but we did funnier things and we made some jokes and stuff cool man um, but we're working on i'm putting out like another one that's going to be a, a a kind of like a 50 style thing you know oh wow uh in, in the next week or so it's going to be master of puppets oh nice dude oh yeah definitely wow. so we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that yeah definitely keep yeah it's gonna it, this one was more carefully crafted and that went through a lot of revisions because at first I was kind of going with the approach that I'm just going to do random things. And then it turned into like, yeah, maybe some of it can be random, but I also want to put meaningful styles that make sense. And it's a real process to kind of like, you know, sift through all that shit. 
Sure, um, sure. Totally. It took a lot of it took a while before we we kind of narrowed it down, and there was a lot of moving pieces too because there's some instrumental parts that you know I let Joey take my producer, and you know it's a it's a process. We have to kind of put that project on hold, like it was supposed to go out last month. I was aiming to for it to go out in the summer, and then okay. Like, okay. it just kind of like got pushed back because because it wasn't ready. I didn't want to rush it. So there are times like I do that, like uh, I did the same thing with Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody was supposed to have Chester Pennington singing on it. Right, I I, oh, I remember you talking right. about that in a video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's wild. That was supposed to be me and Chester singing because when I when I did in the end, that was like a marketing collaboration. Right, that was the you know Lincoln Park was a part of the the multi channel network that I was a part of. So okay. they were releasing Sick. a new album at the time, and uh, that was like, hey, do do in the end, we're gonna get Chester on the on the end tag, and we're gonna. Blast it through their socials. All 64 million likes on, on I, Facebook. I remember Damn. watching that video and I was like, this guy's doing videos with Linkin Park. I don't know, man. I just felt a sense of pride. Just like from seeing you like come up, you know, I was like, this is so fucking cool, man. I thought that was the coolest thing. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool to hear. It was, uh, it was very, um, Real? it was one of those things that I didn't know what to do with. A lot of people who are online and they, they're content creators Usually the way it goes is that they are humbled from the very beginning because they're they're gradually building up. Sure. And they see sure. they see results gradually. Right. And then it goes and then it blows up one day and they're like, Wow, look at this. Everyone everyone's invested in the ride, they're invested in the journey. You didn't Me, have that luxury. I didn't have that. <laughs> right. I did not have right. that. Yeah, yeah. In fact, what it, what I'll tell you what it is, I'll tell you what it is now. It was everything all at once where it was impossible to form a connection with my audience. Right. And then there was the drop off. And now here I am back around here. Building it back up. I'm doing that now where I'm finding, I'm finding the, the actual, you know, finding my way to, to really connect with who I'm uh, putting videos out for. And I'm still finding out what the hell that means for me because it's, uh, you know, like it's fun to do. I, I, I go and I take people's suggestions, but I want to do creative stuff. I, I miss doing like creative shit, more creative stuff. And of course, I want to put out music, you know, and uh, like original, and actually, like your own original yeah, stuff. Yeah, real, but I'm but real original stuff. Like yeah. I really want to like get it done right. Yeah. I want to do it right. I want to I want to, you know, find some new players as like a solo um, artist or like collab stuff. No, I want to I want to fucking get a band going. Fucking rock nice, and roll. Dude. Well, uh, here's your drummer. Yeah. No, your brother's your drummer, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Listen, I I love the guys, my my friends, and yeah. you know my brother yeah. set the charge and stuff. Yeah. But I've already talked to them about this. That I get I'm, it. I'm definitely in the coming year. I'm forming something else. Yeah. You got to cool. do, listen, man, you're a super talented dude. And I, I hear you, man. You have like a, a drive and a passion and you want to do something you probably have a vision for. So, you know, I'm sure that they understand and respect that. Yeah, of course. That's awesome. Yeah. And look, I'm still always going to be here to um, to play and jam out. And oh, yeah. uh, like, that's not going to end. Right. Who knows? Maybe it circles back. Like everything. <laughs> right. So- you know, you're, you're talking about kind of like building, you know, building back up and everything and, and, you know, just being creative. And what was the deciding factor to kind of, I guess, rebrand, for lack of a better word, and kind of move away from the 20 Styles songs and go, I guess, more towards, you're, you're doing more videos of like, uh, this is like an impossible song. I'm going to sing this song. 
Right, you know, right. Like, it's more yeah. personality based. Well, but because in, because last year I started to see a I started to see a dip in viewership. Right from the the styles the traditional styles videos. Okay, okay, and it made me question why I was doing them still. Because it's a lot of work. Yeah, because like if they don't perform, right, and I they started to show signs of not performing as well, right. If they don't perform, they 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 became a very expensive thing. Right. Gotcha. gotcha. Because yeah. I started to I started to up the production value. Remember how I said at the beginning I was doing everything myself, and it was yes. like you know it wasn't perfect. It was more relatable. And to be honest with you, my most viral videos were done by myself. Right. So right. you know it made me think that, that that is definitely something I've thought about recently, and I plan on going back to that too. Yeah. But um, like. The thing is, is that over time they did become expensive, and uh, and it also became not only that it became very mundane, right? Because right. it became, um, you know, I, I I got myself on a schedule. I was doing a Styles video on the tenth of every month, and then the twentieth I did the fan favorite, and it's kind of cool. You 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 know, it's cool to have like a a uh, place that you know people like. It's an organized business. People right. they come right. here, they know what they're going to get on the tenth and twentieth. Cool, right, right. fine. But it started to show signs of, of uh, not working, uh, not being as uh, effective anymore. And it made me really start to question whether or not this was fulfilling. And, I, and I, then I, I really, you know, chased it down a little further. And I was like, how much longer am I going to be this? Sure. You know? Like, am I going to keep doing this forever? Right. I don't really right. have interest in that. Right. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Ah, I never did. I hear. I hear you know? that, man. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And then Ten Second Man. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that it. just happened by accident. Oh, did it really? <laughs> because I think that's yeah, great. Like, I we need to know about this character and the inspiration. It really, really. To be honest with you, I last year I was being silly and and I don't know. Like I I started like growing this mustache uh, last year. And it, when I looked at old pictures of it, I was like, yo, this, my, my mustache looked terrible. For some reason, my mustache looks better now than it did last year. It was like this wiry, weird thing. Like, it looked really? lopsided. Like, I, I was like, what the hell am I doing? I look like, I look like a freak. But, I mean, I still look like a freak. But anyway, I, I, so hard I, bought, I bought this, like, uh, cape. I decided randomly to get a cape. I said, I just thought it would be funny if I showed up on, on screen with a cape one day and not say anything about it. I just have a cape on. And I, <laughs> I did that and I really liked, I just, I liked it. I liked having a cape on, but I realized that it wasn't something that, that I wanted to keep up. Like it's kind of like, cause it seemed like a, it was very character like, you know? Sure. So I yeah. was like, all right, I, I'm some, some days I'm just going to want to chill and not have a cape on. And even that makes it weird because it's like this dude had a cape on. He didn't tell us why he had it. <laughs> All of a sudden now he doesn't have one on. It's just like something's wrong with this guy. Uh, so I kind of saw it as an opportunity and it happened like very naturally and, and by accident almost that when I changed the channel name to kind of make it a little bit more theatrical. Right. If I changed the name to my name and then kept like, like just the intention was to let people know that. I didn't stop doing 10 second songs. Right. It's right. just that I needed to change my name so that I can have options to do other stuff without confusing people. Right. Smart. Smart. Yeah. So at that point I was like, I'm going to turn 10 second songs into a character, you know? Gotcha. And this is the other, this kind of like Alter uh, ego. arrogant, arrogant, flamboyant <laughs> like version of myself yeah. <laughs> who is all about like, you know, 
like different styles and being and just being edgy and, and all that stuff. <laughs> and that was the that was the idea. And I'm telling you, man, it is hilarious how many people just don't get it. Yeah. Like I, I know I can tell you get it. I can tell like, uh-huh. you know, you understand <laughs> that I'm just being like, you know, playing a, a character or whatever. Yeah. But so many people are like, uh, are you all right? Are you all right? Like, <laughs> it's oh crazy. Oh, my God. You know? But like, Man. I what I tried to do was I tried to kind of create this um, almost like have fun with it and, and make like a lore type thing. Right. And it really didn't really work that well. Maybe it's just the way that I like, you know, maybe it's because I didn't commit to it as uh, that that good. But I tried to make it so that. Yeah, I changed my name, and then this 10-second songs guy keeps coming back <laughs> whenever he wants to do a Styles video. Right. You know? Okay. And instead of just being like, eh, here's a Styles video randomly, I, I made it more theatrical. Right. But hmm. people just don't get it. <laughs> no, it makes perfect sense, man. I, I love it. I think it's right. fun. Yeah, it's cool. I don't know how long, how much longer I'm going to keep it up, but it's uh, I don't really do it that much, though. I did it recently. I, I had... um. There was this, this channel that I, I did like a challenge in a couple of days. Was it the like, Thelma and Music? Yeah, yeah. I did that. Um, and then there was like a little cameo. I'm thinking there's going to be something. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about doing a video where it kind of goes through all of the styles I've done up to this point. Holy oh, shit. Wow. Yeah, it kind of just like, well, it's like me kind of breaking all the stuff, like, like listing everything I've done. Right. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just like me going through the first video and then like tallying up how many styles I've done, right? And then there's going to be a another altercation. Nice. And it's going to get is dark. There, is there? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it, man. Please, sir. Yeah. He's <laughs> vulgar. He's vulgar. Do he's it. rude. He's edgy. I, you know, that's like my kind of guy. I love him. He's great. Right. He's a funny guy. And he's not afraid to speak his mind. He'll tell somebody, go fuck yourself. I like I know. That. He's influenced by all of the, um, <laughs> you know, he's influenced by my obsession of watching Sopranos clips and Goodfellas Ooh. clips. Dude, <laughs> I go on. A, I go on Sopranos clips binges, man. The, I'm, I, the movie. I love the community. I know. Are you I excited? love the Sopranos community. It looks, I'm, of course I'm excited. I was so it excited. Great. Wait. I, it looks great. It Hold looks on. absolutely great. I, I think I do a really good um, Tony impression oh, when he's getting mad you are tony when he well yeah i am do it. when he when he gets mad <laughs> at <it>. christopher <laughs> i can't wait hold on hold on <laughs> jesus christ that's christopher I, put the pressure on yourself dude i, I, I can't do i can't do. Asbestos. that's my favorite when he says asbestos <laughs> like listen, when it comes to impressions if, I'm, if i have to do something on the spot too I'm, i it's, can't it's do a, it i do it all the time I, I always tell i'm always doing this to my <laughs> wife like an idiot. i'm like jesus christ like, jesus christ christopher. <laughs> oh, oh i didn't do you remember that episode where oh he's, dude i that's when, when he kills ralph yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. didn't. <laughs> he said, "Jesus Christ, Christopher, you're hot." There we go. That was better. You're hot. <laughs> right. You're hot. Oh, I fucking oh, love that show, man. It's it's so good. I've watched it like three times. Yeah, dude. It, wow. It's like, but I I you go down a rabbit hole if you ever watch a <laughs> Sopranos clip on YouTube. They keep recommending it. Recommending, of course. It. And there <laughs> are there's a whole community and a whole list. Of, of inside jokes that are said over and over again. And I just absolutely love it. Jesus Christ, Christopher been, is my favorite. That's probably my, right. probably my, that and especially. Oh man. The, uh, <laughs> what, what is, what's one of the ones that I'm, 
for some reason I get I, like the the whole veto situation. I'm obsessed with that whole that whole thing with them finding out about veto at the club. Oh. Oh, that right. whole, yeah, like, yeah. When they go, the way they talk to each other about after that is just oh. the, that whole thing is hilarious to me. Oh like God. the whole back, the back and forth. Yes, the back and forth with with uh, Tony and and the guy who finds his phone. I have like all these like little things that I go to. I just that I find. But Paulie, like I feel stabbed in the like I got stabbed in the heart. So you good, know? man. Uh, it's ridiculous. how much more betrayal can I take? And the best part is the comments because people are like, you know, you really have to admire Beto's commitment to comedy. <laughs> you know, he's going to this club. He's saying he's just joking. But like, you know, like that's how committed he right. is to this joke. He's, he's, he's still- dressed up. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's so, so good, man. I love it. So that's where you get your inspiration from then for 10 Second Man. Yeah. Well, 10 Second Man is it. kind of like this, like, you know, wannabe mafioso mixed up with like i don't know mixed in with some kind of like uh like he's got like remnants of like dali and and all this shit isn't it funny how like (laughs) tony soprano's accent just got fucking progressively worse like as the seasons went his breathing got worse too oh my god his breathing was a character of his own (laughs) (laughs) fucking good dude and they made and they made sure that that it was that the mic was picking that up like they like you know i I wouldn't be surprised if they recorded it externally just right just to have that part of like uh (laughs) oh so good man progression of that show is just it's just genius that show that that, you know from beginning to end it really was kind of like it had a similar feel and energy like as as uh, goodfellas as far as the arc because yeah you know the beginning of goodfellas is like really fun to watch yeah and then the end of goodfellas is like hard to watch yes same same thing with Sopranos. It was like it got progressively like people started dying. Tony turned more and more into a monster. Yeah, right. Man. Great show. Great show. Yeah, man. I, I love how we we go we go on these tangents like all the time. I fucking love it though, man. It's we it, <laughs> just start talking about the Sopranos. I'm so stoked for that fucking movie though, man. I, every time I watch the, the the commercial for it, I'm just like, oh my god. I see the commercials for it, and I'm like, uh, I, I, it looks like it's gonna be so good, it's gonna be a tease. I really hope like, I, I, it's living up. It's gonna live up to the hype. Okay, enough of the Soprano stuff. Let's let's talk about Mr. Anthony Vincent here. You've touched on you know kind of what you've been working on, but can you tell us like what you have in store for future videos and content? No, I, I I really don't know. Like honestly, I I I just I have this Styles video coming out next week. Okay, um, that I just told you about, yep. and uh, I used to be all secretive about those things. I used to kind of build up suspense and be like, "Ooh, what is it going to be?" But I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, your video is probably going to come out before this episode comes out anyway, so it, it right. doesn't even okay. matter. <laughs> so so you know, I have that, and then I'm thinking about doing more. There's going to be more like style stuff too, because I, I have some collaborations that I, I wanted to get through and do that kind of thing. I do have the itch to do like to kind of just do them just as an exercise for myself. Because the thing here, mm. here's the thing about the styles videos that I miss yeah. when yeah. doing them by myself. I miss uh, being in my element of having to figure out different styles on my own without knowing how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Okay. When I have Challenge. Joey help me with production. You know, it kind of takes away that process. And for a while, I liked that because I was sick of it. Well, now I I want to go back because it was like a, a production boot camp for me. Right. <clears throat> it kind of it helped it helped me um, fine tune my skills and keep myself in shape. 
Sure. Or, Actually, and and I kind of want to I kind of want to do that for that reason, and also to t- to see how it feels again to just to just kind of cook a little bit with that, and uh, and and put out some stuff. See see like how what, what kind of stuff I can put out and what kind of fun, what kind of ideas, new ideas might come from being in that process and environment. Because it's been a while since I've been in that element. But the thing is, is that before this year ends, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm moving into a new place. And, and like, oh, okay. uh, this has been a very transformative year for me. Uh-huh. So uh, I feel like I'm really not going to start kicking into into gear until until the new year. I really think so. I think, okay. like, yeah, there's definitely work that I'm doing this year. And uh, October is a busy month. And, and there's definitely stuff I'm going to be putting out. I really think that I'm going to be firing on all cylinders in a, on a new level in, in, in the coming months, like in, 20, uh, like in the new year. 2022. Well, we're, we're, the, the year is already over. It's crazy. It's, 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 I can't, yeah, it's yeah, October it. already. It's over. I, we, got, uh, we got October. It's crazy, man. I do have a couple yeah. of uh, a couple of set the charge. Actually, this, <laughs> my band released a single today. We released oh, really? Today. Yeah. I didn't even promote it. Well, promote yeah, it. Oh, promote man. it now, man. Yeah, it's a song called EMP. Okay, and it's uh, it's it's out. It's out right now on streaming. Stream it. The nice, track. dude. Sweet. But we're gonna put out. Uh, there's there's gonna be a couple of more tracks this year that I'm releasing under under the name Set the Charge with the band. Cool, uh, man. That's another one too. That's another thing. They're good tracks. They're I they're I I will say that uh, you produce. It was produced. It was self produced by us. Okay. By us, but then we had Ackle from Forty uh, Sounds. He's the guitarist for Tesseract. It's a, a, a oh, metal band. Okay, I've a heard of them. Metal band. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he mixed and mastered, but he also kind of produced a little bit too. Like he made it sound finished. No shit. I think nice, it, I, dude. I think it's good stuff. It's pr- probably the best stuff we we put out. You know, in the past, we were just putting out like demoed stuff. And felt felt like you know. I will say I thought Sky is Gone. I, w- I listened to that the other day. I thought that was really great. Yeah, it's, that's a, that was a fun album. That was yeah. A, it was a fun collection of songs. But that was definitely probably our last uh, before these songs was like our last like effort, cohesive effort. Right. I think that it's, the pandemic really. I mean, there's not to say that there's a ton of bands that have been kind of thriving in this time, and they've just been creating and creating and like doing a whole bunch of shit. But like, I don't know, man. Like for us in our band with me and Chris, like it's held us back so much, man. It sucks. It's it's right. Yeah. You know, it's changed I, uh, a lot of things. It has. Absolutely. It's definitely changed the dynamic of how music is consumed, how it's absorbed. I mean, you know, to kind of touch a little bit on vinyl, like that's, you know, a lot of artists and I've said this a million times, but like, you know, all these artists that haven't been able to tour all these artists, that yeah. you know need to make money have just been re-releasing stuff or they'll release new stuff and they just put out a whole bunch of vinyl and it's fantastic for people like me who, who enjoy that um yeah. but you know it's it, it's definitely you know you can tell that the landscape has changed and i think that it's going to be like even after all this stuff once like things go back to quote unquote normal i feel like it, it, things are just inevitably going to be changed forever uh just the way things happen the way that music comes out the way that people are, are going to be going to shows and concerts and all that stuff man um so it's it's interesting i'm, I'm interested to see how people's interests have, have, have changed too exactly people have yeah forced, people have been forced to make changes in their lives um you know i'm not even taking into account you, you got to think about the people who 
lost jobs and 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 yep. weren't even. Oh yeah. Some people, some people like like make their money by by multiple sources that were like not even on the books. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like in sure. the city, in the city, when you oh, have yeah. like uh, all these like like these restaurant um, jobs, bartenders, and stuff like that. Sure. Like, Everything's under the table. Can't imagine what what people. I have not been affected too much because my job is on the internet, but. Right. I did start getting affected eventually. It, it, I just didn't, I didn't see it at first. Right. Because, okay. you know, because like there's something going on with the algorithm. I know that, that um, the, I've witnessed um, viewership dips and, and, and different, different stuff that didn't make a lot of sense to me because like um, I'd assume that a lot of the changes that I was experiencing was because of the, the name change, mm. but there was more to it like you know um because a lot because it wasn't just me that it was that uh that was seen experiencing that yeah sure right interesting it's a mystery to me uh you know i don't know how any of that stuff works either way chris and i and i'm sure all of our listeners are are, are huge fans of yours um yes. and we are excited to see what is next for you in the future even if you aren't sure what that is just yet uh, I'm sure that it's going to be awesome. And I'm actually really excited to see what you have in store musically, like original music wise. That's going to be the big focus next year. That's fucking awesome. It, it really, I'm, I'm excited to see that too. I, it's for sure. really going to be the big focus because it, it's just, it's time, man. Like, I, I didn't come this far just to come this far. I hear you, dude. <laughs> exactly, and like, man. honestly, the whole time that I'm, I'm watching you on YouTube, I'm like, man, I just want to see something, man. I want to see some like I appreciate that, man. sick fucking I really appreciate yeah it. dude i actually have one question i was You're curious uh shut the fuck not up. to go you know i know we're trying to wrap it up yeah. here but i am curious like are there any styles that fans suggested that you've actually never done before on oh. 10 second songs oh yeah yeah just, like ones just, that like you just didn't care about or ones that you're like i don't know how i'll ever fit that into a any song yeah like icp you know Oh, okay. Yeah. I bet that oh, one's requested juggle. a lot. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. I can see you with the <laughs> fucking makeup on and everything. What is, what is, yeah. This is a missed opportunity, dude. man. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I know. Maybe one day oh, I will, oh. but, like, uh, I don't know. I just, like, there have been plenty of things. Like, you know, oh, one that comes to mind is, like, Billy Talent. You know? Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've seen that millions of times, um, and I never did. I never even bothered. I don't what, know why. What was your What was your favorite one that you? I mean, maybe uh, you don't have one, but or maybe it's hard to pick one. But if is there one that like stands out in your mind? I don't know. There's There's a lot. I mean, I get that. Maybe Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought that was a great. I one. thought Rap God was pretty fucking. Oh, you mean? Oh, you're you're asking me like what fa favorite video? No, I'm yeah. actually. Well, when I originally I asked thinking. the question, I was thinking what. Style. style right oh 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 gotcha oh i was thinking video and as a total like in, in i would say well well as far as a video goes bohemian probably was because like that was um yeah that was like one of the last ones that i did by myself by yourself. okay interesting and and it took a long time yeah. to get to that point yeah uh, like as far as as far as styles go i don't know man i i tend to have a lot of fun with the styles that are like more like the old old styles like Ooh, uh, okay. uh -huh. if i if i can uh -huh. have like fine like if i nail like a uh, like a good like marvin gay okay whatever, I, I feel right. i feel really good about myself after that That's like i'm like sick. if i if i think that i really got in the pocket with like one of like those old styles oh shit barry white barry barry white i i won't be able to get. <laughs> oh but, damn it 
maybe maybe his like more of like his like higher not higher singing. Voice. I know he's got a low pitch, man. <laughs> but the speaking the speaking, no, I would never be able to get the speaking. Yeah, right yeah. Now. Um, typo. But yeah, <laughs> typo. I'm a big fan. There's actually another guy who does who does typo. Uh, oh, shit. It's, uh, covers now. Oh wow. His, right. his, his, his name is Dennis Porna. I'm gonna give his. I'm gonna give him a, a plug. Oh shit! All right, Dennis Porna. He's got his 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 voice sounds like he has its place lower than mine, so it, it's a little bit more convincing. Interesting. All right, that was pretty fucking convincing. But, yeah, but you know his me, so. the, the um, it's more like he doesn't do it in a style. He does like if if typo negative lope certain songs. Okay. Oh, okay. The only issue is that sometimes the song. That he's picking, it doesn't sound like the song at all. Oh, uh, okay. It sounds like it sounds like a typo negative, more like a typo a, a, a typo negative song that already exists. All right, and it does with those lyrics. Yeah, than it does like the song that he's talking. Uh, about. Interesting, interesting. That is interesting. You know? yeah. well, still, I still, I'm curious. You definitely, yeah, definitely check him out. He's got a, he's he's uh, he is talented. Awesome. Cool, man. Anthony, thank you so much for taking the time to come on our little show. We had a great time talking <laughs> to you and just being able to ask you all these questions. We're, we're big fans. Uh, if you have any plugs, famous last words, anything that you want to leave our listeners with, now's the time. No, that's it. I, I, I appreciate you guys both having me on. And it was great to, to talk to you guys. It kind of felt like we were just hanging out. I think that's absolutely that's, man. Great. That's what it's about. It's awesome, man. And uh, yeah, let's, let's be in touch. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Dude. We really appreciate you again coming on the show and everybody, please check out the Anthony Vincent YouTube channel. He's always got some really interesting things up and he's a super talented guy. We love Anthony, and we can't wait to see what's next for him. Everybody, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Taste of Vinyl and on Twitter at Taste Vinyl. And remember, you can never own too much vinyl. Later, guys. Later. Later.